passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. And yes, it's not Tuesday night. It's Wednesday. Day. Hi. Wednesday. We are live currently on YouTube.com slash at PoisonRhinoPod. And you might be watching this a little later on YouTube.com slash PostWrestling. Hello. Where have you found us? Hello. Doesn't matter where you found us, because wherever we are, we'll always be your NXT friends. 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 Whether it's Tuesday night, Wednesday day, doesn't matter. Uh, uh, We're Canadian. You're Canadian now, David. I don't know if you know that. You you are Canadian now. Um, And we decided to take off July 4th. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we're here on the 5th. Uh, But you know what? It was a great day to take off because uh, reading not only the Washington Post, but a few other big news websites are saying yesterday, July 4th, 2023, was the hottest day ever recorded. What? Is that why I was dripping sweat all night and today? Recycle. (laughs) Walk when you can, when you don't need to drive. Like, let, let's protect this planet now. Like, we're fucking it up. It was hot. I don't, so- I don't want to get on my pedestal, but like, it's soapbox. We apologize. You hear uh, our fans going. Any fans you hear in the background? It is but, so like, hot. Sorry, it gets to a point. It's we gotta we gotta have fans on and AC on to do this. Yeah, it's 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 gross. It's a scorcher. It's very hot. The kid is hot tonight. The kid is hot, and it is it is very hot. So. uh Chris Leone in the chat saying maybe it's because uh, all the ship burning, uh, all the, all the, burning, <laughs> all the burning of the ships is why it's Corbin's so hot. Corbin's crown, Corbin's that's waistcoat. Is, that's like, where the smog is coming yeah. from. This this forest fires. No, no, no. All it's, these shitty gimmicks. It's Corbin, Corbin burning his shit. Yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, so uh. it's it's really hot out, and we're recording this during the day on Wednesday. We will be back live Tuesday night next week for NXT. To be honest, we're a, a little wrestled out, and when I say a little. A lot. It doesn't stop. It just never effing stops. Are we going to have Roaring Buffalo on Monday? Oh, why would you say that? <laughs> is EO, uh, EO Sky going to be there? Uh, she's SmackDown, is she? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We get someone to drive us. We'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no uh, more wrestling. Yeah. No we, more concerts. No more. We, we went <laughs> to. We're going to be hermits. Yeah, we went to four nights of wrestling last week, including Collision, Forbidden Door, Collision, sorry, Dynamite, Demand Lucha, all were fun times. We've also been going to some concerts, especially last minute concerts. Davey and I were roommates. We live right downtown by the water in Toronto near like all the big venues. And living near Budweiser stage is a gift and a curse because it can be like, hey, Davey, do you want to go see for no reason at all, Noel Gallagher's Flying Birds, because it's only like 20 bucks. Yeah, all right. Yeah, let's do it. And then we watched Garbage. They didn't do World is Not Enough. No, I was kind of pissed. They were pretty good, though. They were good. For being a bunch of oldies, they they looked really old, but they killed. Noel Gallagher was great as well. Like, I was asked if I want to go to this, and I was like, ah, you know, like, it's not, like, we've gone to some country concerts where I know none of the music, but at least it's like kind of, you know, fun time. I was like, Noel Gallagher, he's, He's good, but I don't know if it's like a vibe. You want to hear one half of Oasis? Yeah, but you know what? He was really good, and he knew what he was doing. He yeah. he started off, did about like three, four songs, and was like, 
now I've got the new shit out of the way, let's do the old yeah. shit. And then does like his, his popular like High Flying Bird stuff. Yeah. And then just ends with Oasis. Yeah, this summer... I assume the songs he wrote, I imagine, are the ones he Apparently wrote. he was a big bigger of the songwriter, but obviously it was Liam who's the more of the singer, but I thought he sounded fine too. I, I thought yeah. he was great, actually. Like, I had a, I had a great time. There yeah, we part. saw Garbage and Noel Gallagher uh, a few weeks ago. You might have heard us. We saw like a bunch of shows. Alexis on Fire, Pup, Shaggy, TLC on Vogue. Man, I went to see Lord Huron last week, and then I booked tickets for this show last night. I went to see this guy, Charlie Crockett, who's also kind of country, and I would recommend anyone who wants some new music, check him out. But I bought these like a long, long time ago, and it sold out right away. And I was like, oh, no, it's on a Tuesday, July 4th. And then he announced the second show. So I was like, well, does anyone want to swap tickets? And like, no one was like, whatever. Even though apparently it was his first ever concert in Canada, because when he was a kid, he was like he got criminal charges. So this was his first ever. He oh, okay. finally got a passport, and I feel like the next time this guy visits Canada, it's probably going to be at a bigger venue. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing doing a lot of concerts. We've been going to a lot of wrestling. I've been in full summer mode, to be honest. I've been waiting like, so far. Summer, th- sorry, the winter was was tough. It was cold. It was just miserable, gray, and now I'm in like full. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, the city really comes alive in the summer, and it's, it's been fun, and we've got so much more to look forward to with, you know, SummerSlam coming up. We're starting to kind of put together what we think that card is going to be yeah. for SummerSlam, so that's super exciting, going to Detroit for that. And then uh, we've got All In, All In and All In It coming up in uh, next month, and uh, reported like 75,000 tickets pretty much. Crazy. Like there are only a few hundred away Can, from hitting yeah. that milestone. Can they beat WWE? I think they will. They they very well could. Yeah, yeah I think they could. Um, it's it's going to be crazy. Like watching, you know, going to Forbidden Door recently, watching that Money in the Bank pay per view with that UK crowd, and just think, like that was eighteen thousand times that by like four five. Yeah. Like it's going to be quick maths. Yeah, it's it's going to be crazy there. I'm so looking forward to whatever card they put on. Just that atmosphere is going to be wild. Got to be Kenny Will three. I think so. Got to, yeah, got to be that. We're starting to put together the card for that one as well. Yeah. Uh, I put out a little tweet the other day, kind of my, like, where I see it going right. and what could be a good card. And I'd love to see all your kind of dream cards for All In, All Out. I think MJF Punk. Yeah. I would imagine it's that. It's when they do that in Chicago yeah, the following true. week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to just the big house show, right? And then yeah. the pay-per-views the week after. Yeah. We're, we're, we're putting together, oh, they're going to do this match. No, no, no. It's, this we're is just collision. Sabian. Yeah. This is collision. So <laughs> yeah. the real one's going to be in Chicago. Yeah. Um, also some breaking news. We have, uh, hit the point where we can now monetize. On what? YouTube. That means we are now <laughs> accepting super chats. That means now we can annoy you with ad breaks in our That's videos right. and and make a little bit of money here to to fund our trip. Yeah, to hey, the UK. Uh, if you like our content and maybe you don't subscribe to the Patreon or whatever, maybe you're a YouTuber, you can find us whenever we go live. Follow the socials, join the Facebook group. We'll always post when we go live on YouTube, as always, here on the Poisonana feed. Uh, Sundays, we go live around 2 p.m. Eastern time, and that's when we chat about everything going on in the world of wrestling. So join us, and now we have Super Chats. So if you, you put in a Super Chat, we will read it. We will take your, your monies, we will take your donations, and we will put it towards our funds to All In. So, yeah, uh, because YouTube changed Until their... we're shut down, because we're just getting email <laughs> after email of all these videos we made, like, years ago, right. that are now getting flagged. Yeah, so, so uh, support us before support. we you can't anymore. But, yeah, we, uh, we're trying to monetize, because YouTube did change some things that kind of allows smaller content creators like ourselves to do this kind of stuff. So we're actually really excited. We didn't realize we, because they changed things, we fit the quota kind of quicker than we thought. So thank you, everyone. And uh, hit subscribe, hit that like. It goes a very, very long way. Honestly, yeah. Oh, and we got our first super chat. From John, John Cino. And congrats to Cino with Collision Course, which is proving to be a success so far. John and Kate from Montreal uh, reviewing Collision every week with that bop of a theme. Absolutely. Cino's killing it. I was just listening to him and B Detroit over on our Poison feed with... What up, Doe? That's on the free feed where they're chatting a lot about AEW Fight Forever. Some honest reviews on that, and then some some chat about how we got them we got them silly in Toronto. <laughs> they they said we lived the gimmick, Davey. Yeah. Usually that's what happens. Uh, but that's that's a great show. Sino also doing Shot in the Dark on our Poison Rana feed every week, covering in fifteen minutes or less 
all the wrestling that you may or may not watch. So lots and lots of shows there. Thank you, Sino, for that. Uh, while on the plugs, you want to hear more of us, patreon.com slash poisonrana. You can become a friend for $5 a month. You get access to everything coming up and access to everything in the back there. Retro NXT reviews, retro pay-per-view reviews, like Vengeance 2006, which we just put out. RVD versus Edge, Cena versus Sabu. Kane versus Kane. Spirit Squad. It's just a great show. So that's something you can get access to. But this weekend, we are looking at mid Summer and we really are midsummer right now with this heat going on. Yeah. So perfect time to talk about this film. I am really excited about revisiting this one. It's I saw it once when it was in theaters. Uh, did kind of stick with me. I'm thinking old naked people and rocks. Yeah, is like implanted. Sounds in my like brain a Saturday night for this film. <laughs> um, and we're going to be joined by Chris Leone, who is always uh, a great chat. Like we talked to him about uh, you know Twilight Zone, Late Miz. Uh, he's always really insightful uh, on these reviews, so really looking forward to chatting yeah, with Chris. I know people are big fans of Midsummer, and it's a great pick from Chris, so we're going to be chatting to that. You can become a family member like Chris Leone, and it allows you to pick stuff that will eventually have you on it as well. But lots of shows coming out this month. The, the July schedule is coming out. Uh, I know that we have our Facebook group. Again, join it because we put up polls, and the Shark Week poll, even though Shark Week's at the end of this month, the, the reviews are coming in. The votes are coming in. And it, it looks like it's a clear winner for this one. Uh, the Meg? Unfortunately not. <sighs> I was pushing for open water, but it is Jaws. How come someone voted Flipper? <laughs> You're like, guys, I mean, I'd be down. Flipper? Flipper? Is that Elijah Wood? Yeah. And Paul Hogan? Elijah Wood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Banger. I'm going to yeah. put that on later for no reason. I saw reason. that at my friend Nadim's birthday Shout out, party. Nadim. What about uh, Free Willy? When's Orca Week? <laughs> Orca week. When's yeah. Orca month? <laughs> Killer whale week. We need. Let's support them. There, there's got to be an Orca week. Uh, yeah. When is Orca? Isn't week? there like a, a super villain named Orca that like Aquaman fights or something? Uh, Could be off. June. Oh, we just missed. We Orca missed week. Orca week. We could have done free. Could've we were kind of busy. This free June. Willy. Any reason to listen to that Michael Jackson song? Yeah. Good. Good movie. Um, but yeah, uh, that's coming out. A lot of stuff coming out in July. Follow the socials. You'll see what we have coming out. Some more wrestling stuff. I think we're going to be looking at possibly a great american bash since we're makes sense we're going to be talking about one in a few weeks as well with nxt so that's probably coming out there as well uh always a fun i think we've looked at the match but we could go back and look at the the flair terry funk flair whole funk. show maybe i possibly. think we might do a poll on yeah. that as well whether it be uh see what you want to uh want us to do do you want like a match ever great american bash because that way we can look at you know wcw wwe and nxt yeah. or do you want like a Review from the six, yeah. where we specifically look at one. I'm sure there's a lot to talk about, uh, whatever we, we choose. So yeah. we'll leave that up to you as well. It's, it's poll month here. Poll month. Because we're getting lazy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're gearing up for us to go away for all in next month. And we do have some pretty unique show ideas that will be launching in August for like this hype up thing. So look forward to that, definitely. But support us, guys. It's only five bucks to become a friend. And again, there's like hours hundreds of podcasts that you haven't checked out before that you can go in that back catalog whether it's movies wrestling it's all there yeah so, so patreon.com slash poison rana what are you waiting for what are you waiting for uh i know what you did last summer yeah we did do that first one somewhere it's back on that catalog we we never finished i still know i still know jack black jack Rasta Jack Black. Rasta Jack Black. Yeah, never forget. And then we're like, all right, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> As a lot of people, I think, were. Although they're bringing that show, that movie back or something, I think. They're like really? relaunching. Doing uh, it like a TV show, is probably. it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, before this heat gets to our head, maybe we should power through some NXT I chatter. I think so. And for anyone who uh, uses social media and maybe doesn't like Twitter, again, reminder, at Pod Twitter. And Instagram. We got to get those rookie numbers up, baby. Yeah. I know you use Instagram and you got to follow us. And honestly, if you do go on these YouTube videos, click that thumbs up button, click subscribe. It costs nothing. And it does, it does help. Like it, it gets these videos kind of popping up in other people's feeds. And we want more people to find us because we're fucking great. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about some NXT from July 4th. Happy 4th, y'all. 2023 and we kick off with a match Blair Davenport the NXT attacker is coming out to face off against Roxanne Perez a bit of a grudge match here because Blair has been putting the boots to Roxy 
quite a few too many times. Mm-hmm. When she's attacked in her entrance by Roxanne, a little taste of her own medicine here, Roxanne attacks her and eventually bringing the fight and the match starts. Roxy is just sending her to the outside and then uh, the Thez press uh, keeps attacking and staying on Blair here, who eventually comes back, hits a running PK in the ropes. Looks pretty deadly here as they go to break. There's then Blair, who's just in control. She has like the, the cravat or is it a gravat? And then she just keeps kneeing her in the head pretty much through the entire break. When we come back, there's a huge rolling forearm from Blair for a near fall. Roxy then just gets super frantic and starts striking and punching and just going balls to the wall here. Eventually on the outside, Blair throws Roxy into the steps, hits a falcon arrow, and then a kamagoye, and then another one, and pins Roxanne. Clean. Clean, yeah. Um, I, I think these two are possibly the best women on this NXT roster. Um, they're very polished at this point. Uh, I have really enjoyed Perez's extra aggression in recent weeks. It's something I didn't feel she really tapped into with the Cora Jade feud, which was surprising. Whereas this feud, she's like, I thought her promo the other week was a little bit, had a bit more like oomph to it. And I think her wrestling hats, like wrestling this kind of judge, a grudge match style. Uh, I liked her like speed right at the top of the match. Um, and surprising, like clean win here from, from Blair Davenport. I, uh, it seemed very convincing, so I wonder if that's it for this feud or whether we'll get a um, a rematch at some point. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't like Roxanne when she's, like, the little kid who's like, oh, I can't wait to... Like, I'm just not into that yeah. kind of storyline. I think she wrestles a lot better when she's trying to, hurt, you know, not hurt someone, but trying to fight someone. Especially as a smaller person. I mean, yeah. I think that's where, like, someone like a Darby Allen is very convincing, even though he's tiny, because he just throws himself yeah. around. And... And that's what you were getting here with Roxy. Yeah, and I'm not too high on Blair Davenport, but I thought she looked good here as well. I do find a lot of her moves are just like, huh, that's a good move. I'm going to use that move now. Mm. Like, she's using the Kamagoya. She does the the Shibata running PK. Like, she does a lot of similar yeah. moves, but that's that's just wrestling. But she still, she looked good. So I, I wonder if we'll have a, a bit of a face turn from Tiffany, because I'm looking at the baby yeah. face side. And especially with Roxanne losing here, there isn't really any baby faces to challenge Tiffany. It's possible. And I feel that Davenport will probably be a logical challenger at some point. So I I see maybe, especially that they protected Tiff with clean wins as well. She hasn't really been cheating. Well, no, she did last week. She tapped out and then... Okay, but that was more like the other Gulak and Dempsey, wasn't it? Right. Like costing Thea rather than her being dirty. So... Uh, yeah, I wonder if we'll see a bit of a turn. Possibly. Because the crowd are getting behind Tiffany just because her wrestling has just been so good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tiffany, that's where we go next, kind of. Ivy Niles is with Mackenzie backstage, and she's talking about the match tonight with Schism taking on the Creed Brothers in a Loser Leaves NXT match. And in walks the NXT Women's Champion, Tiffany Stratton, in a ridiculous red outfit. Very Britney Spears-esque here. See, like, how can she be the heel? <laughs> so she then says, like, oh, Ivy, I hear what you've been saying. And if you want to lay a challenge out, then I'll accept it. So next week, Ivy will take on Tiffany. Yes. In a, in a, well, it could be a pretty good wrestling match. Because, again, uh, Tiffany's wrestling has improved. And I don't know if you've seen some interviews she's been doing lately where she kind of said what we were, we've been assuming for the past little while is, well, she's made it public that she's been dating uh, Kaiser from the main okay. roster. She's now like, yeah, I've learned a thing or two from him. Right. We've been training together. It's like, yeah, you're a couple and this guy is an amazing wrestler. Yeah. You've probably learned a lot from him. So she's kind of giving him his flowers. She's good. And I think a lot of the time we see Ivy when she gets a match, it's normally like middle of the show, three minute kind of match. So hopefully we get to see a bit more of Ivy next week. being Ivy too. Yeah. Champ. So yeah. Yeah. Tiff v. Ivy next week. We see Mustafa Ali making his entrance here. He's going to be waiting for a while because then they go to commercial break and then we come back and it's not that match yet. Instead, it's a vignette, a video promo here. We see whiskey glasses. We see a stuffed owl. We see Baron Corbin. It's time to burn some ships. He says, no more of that lone wolf nostalgia it's i am the lone wolf it's not about the money or the fame i've had that i got the money i got the fame i got the family and then just keeps cutting to him drinking whiskey for some reason he's uh 
he says, they've always told me the same thing. I've been, I've been consistent. I've been safe. I've been good. I don't think anyone's been saying that, mate. He says, good. That's not good enough. What I want is to be feared and respected. So who's next for Corbin? I didn't work eight years to say who's next for Corbin. I am going to burn all the ships as he's now in like this like boiler room with this big open fire thing. And he's taking his King Corbin crown, he's throwing it in the fire. He takes his happy Corbin shirt and hat, throws it in there. He's like uh, Applebee's server shirt uniform. Takes his steaks, puts yeah. it in there because it looks like how, that's how he likes them. Uh, he's just burning all the past gimmicks. And he says, no more gimmicks, no bullshit. So new Corbin coming soon. I'm kind of intrigued. I, I actually, you know, I thought him and Mello had a, had a good match last week. And uh, there's something for me that maybe it's, maybe it's an ironic love, but I am kind of intrigued with this Baron Corbin character, where he's going next. I want to see this guy make it one day. You want to see, I mean, yeah. he's, he's been on the main no, no, I want to see him rest- make it. I he retired Kurt Angle. It, it took <laughs> Seamus a long time to get respect to the fans. I want that from, <laughs> from Barry Corbs right here. Okay, well, uh, an update, because uh, we've been asking, you know, what is burn Weekly. the ships? Like, what's going on with this, this shirt that he's been wearing, burn the ships? So John Ceno, friend of the show, obviously we were mentioning, he tweeted out earlier, does, does Baron Corbin mean burn the relationships to his past gimmicks as he's throwing the stuff in the fire? And Ceno said that we owe Baron Corbin an apology for making fun of burn the ships. I responded, absolutely not apologizing. And Baron Corbin <laughs> replied to me, to us, I don't know what you did, but apologize. <laughs> So, you were quick to the draw with, hey, bud, I hope you're doing well. What does burn the ships mean? Big fan. (laughs) (laughs) And Baron Corbin replied, didn't he, Davey? He did indeed. So, we now know that he's referring to Cortez, meaning burn the ships, and this whole... Uh, Servantnetwork.wordpress.com. Wow, Baron Corbin had this fucking ready to reply to you. I mean, I, I, to be fair, I've been tweeting him for about yeah. a month now, yeah. weekly, asking him. The phrase burn the ships comes from a historic conquest of history when in 1519, Spanish conquistador Hernando Cortez landed in Mexico on the shores of the Yucatan, butchered that one, with only one objective, seize the great treasures known to be there, hoarded by the Aztecs. So basically, there's no turning back. Burn the ships. We're not leaving. We're staying here. Moving on, yeah. So Baron Corbin... He's using burn the ships, meaning there's no turning back, yet he's back in NXT to wrestle in development. So I don't know if that quite... But he's burning and everything. He's no burning the back. last eight years of his career. Right. It's the new... No turning back, but I'm going back... New Corbin. ...to be Baron Corbin, the lone wolf. All right, so burn the ships. No, he said no lone wolf either. No lone wolf? Yeah. So what is he going to be? Uh, but, uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, burn, burn the ships. Burn, all the, burn ships. the ships. No turning back. Um, yeah. My new favorite wrestler, Baron Corbin. Uh, <laughs> what a guy. Uh, I mean, he seems like a nice fellow. He seems like a nice bloke, yeah. He seems like we'd have a great time. He'd probably show us some nice whiskey he's got. Yeah. Uh, like, if, if I, you didn't know anything, if you're a casual fan, you're watching this, you're like, sorry, is this guy's gimmick? He just, he's a whiskey connoisseur? Because they just kept zooming in on the glasses and stuff. But I'm like, all right, like, you seem cooler this way. If I was rich, I'd have giant owls in my house too. So, yeah. Like, yeah. He like what, what do they call that? Um, S- stuff. Taxidermy. Taxidermy. Yeah. I never understood that. Never understood like the 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 fascination of people getting stuffed animals. Yeah. In their house, especially if it's like your own animal. Yeah, that's strange. It's, weird, it's right? often like hunting, isn't it? Like yeah, he probably killed that. You think Baron Cor- Corbin killed this owl? Killed the owl. Is that going to be his new shirt? Kill the owl. <laughs> Kill the owl. Burn the ships. Burn the ships. Yeah, maybe he's just a big fan of OVO. I'm not sure. But yeah, Baron, new, the new and improved whiskey drinking, owl shooting Baron Corbin Love next it. week. Can't wait. Burn the ships. But now we go to our next match. Mustafa Ali taking on Tyler Bate in what we assume is kind of a... Number Unofficial one. number one contenders match. Yeah. yeah. So Ali's been kind of cheeky when he was the special guest referee doing slow counts, fast counts. But here, no special ref, just one-on-one. 
Uh, lots of countering each other here. Huge chant for Prince Ali, even though, again, he's not playing heel, but he's kind of leaning in that direction. Uh, they're counting, countering each other with, like, roll-ups and pinning attempts. Ali, getting the best of him, starts to do Tyler Bates, like, strong man, big strong boy pose to get some booze from the crowd. Eventually, uh, Ali counters Tyler into some submissions. They keep trading submissions here. Ali puts him in a crossface. Uh, Dis- distasteful? No. Uh, there's an ankle not lock. Canada, not on an anniversary <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide, <laughs> Tyler Bate, there's an ankle lock there. A huge drop kick from Bate as they go to break. Ali is in control. When we come back, Bate goes for the bop and bang. It's blocked. Ali goes for his jumping neck breaker, but in midair, Bate counters with the bop and bang finally. They both get back up. There's the Tyler driver countered into a super kick and a sweet looking STF from Ali here. Eventually, Bate goes for the airplane spin, and I'm not sure why nobody has countered it like this before, but the airplane spin. Spinning, spinning, spinning around and around. Finally, Ali counters it into a satellite DDT. This looked awesome. The crowd here at the CWC waking up here. Bait comes back, sends him to the outside, hits a tope. Ali gets back up and sends him to the outside and hits a tope of his own. Back in the ring, Bait hits his like upside down lariat, goes for the spiral tap, but misses. They're then both on the top rope. And this is where Ali, again, not really playing anything heel, but just ever so slightly kind of lets go of Tyler Bait allowing him to crotch him on the ropes, and then this little smile, smug, little smug little grin, as he then hits the 450 to pick up the win, Ali beating bait, and then looks at the camera on the way up to the ramp and says, Wesley, take this as the official challenge. I want you and the North American title at the Great American Bash. Love it. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match between these two. Like it was, um, this is kind of what I felt we should have got the other week with Bate and Wes. Um, like really nice back and forth, nice counters, transitions. Both are so smooth and good at what they do. Uh, and I like, I like Ali kind of this heel version of him, just being a bit of a prick, really. And I could see him maybe taking it off of Wes. Me too. I think the final reveal of him doing something really dastardly has to happen at Great American Bash. For, for the weeks leading up, he's going to be coy. He's going to be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking like about. Like knocking off the ropes. Like it's fair game, but yeah. it's also still a bit dirty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I could see like, you know, a low blow finish or something like that. Um, but yeah, good, good match. Yeah, honestly, a really good match. I love Ollie's wrestling. I love Bate. Both guys could be doing this on a bigger stage, but uh, I really got into it as more than I thought I would for sure. But I am excited for Ali and Wes if that's the direction, or do you think they add Bate in because he's like, oh, I mean, he got pinned clean. No, really. I think the singles is stronger, yeah. and especially if you're doing a title switch. Yeah. Um, Booker T had his guns out tonight. Booker T, take us to the gun show, indeed. July fourth. I guess he's celebrating. Uh, because he's just in his tank top. It's GI Bro here at the commentary desk. Remember with that Vic. time when he called Vic a bum? Yeah, it, and now he's yeah, yeah. Guns out. Well, it's funny you said that because remember what, what you're referring to is when Booker showed up and he started commentating and he's dressed nice and he said to Vic, you know, what is this Casual Tuesday? What are you wearing? Right? He said you yeah. look like a bum because he's just in his like he didn't look like a bum, but you um, know, t-shirt and jacket kind of thing. Vic Joseph, yeah, tweet last night or this morning, screenshot here with both of them and says, you know, casual Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> there was one point it showed and Vic was just, just like, what? like side eye and laughing at like, book, what's going on? So normally I'd be like, book, come on, you're on TV. What's going on? However, Booker T completely yoked. Like it's yeah. Booker T. He's never not been jacked. And also, as I was saying earlier, hottest day ever recorded. You know what book? You rocked that t-shirt. This was recorded last week. Though. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was a you, show. oh, you, 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 all right. it was, well, he wanted to be in, yeah. the, in the tank top. Oh, good for him. Sometimes you just got to. He looked like he was ready to have a best of seven series right I, now. <laughs> I thought he was having a run in or something. I yeah. think too many people have gone through that announce table by him that he, he's just ready. That's to, the tank top in the Bad Bunny music video yeah. where he's just standing there. <laughs> I love me some Booker T. He's looking jacked. He, we need a, we need, we never got that Kofi match, but we kind of need it now. Yeah. I don't know. We need something. This guy looks like no Kofi's bread. still injured? Uh, I don't know. It's all meat right here. We see Joe Gacy and Ava Rain backstage, and he, they're being interviewed about the Schism di- Diamond Mine match later. And they kind of, Mackenzie's like, hey, Gacy, you kind of pushed them to do this match. And he says, no, I never pushed them. I would never do that. And tonight we're going to prove that you know, four roots, one tree. He was kind of leading us to think maybe there's going to be a, a swerve. Because yeah. he, he kept saying, 
the right team will win and strengthen the schism. Yeah. So not necessarily saying like my boys are going to win, but like the right team will win. Yeah. Um, so kind of, kind of making you think that in that match, maybe there'll be a bit of a turn or something, right. which there wasn't. Yeah. A red herring. Mm. Kind of. We go to our next match. Tatum Paxley's in the ring and she's going up against newcomer Kalani Jordan. Yeah. Coming Dana Brooke's best mate. Yeah, Dana Brooke managing here. Dana Brooke in her best uh, July 4th attire, Dixie Dukes. Um, and we kind of got an a intro to her last week when Dana Brooke was being checked on. Kalani came in and was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm a big fan. I'm also a gymnast and kind of this and that. And that's now Dana's like, hey, I'll be your friend and I'll be out there with you. So here she is taking on Tatum in her NXT debut on TV. Uh, there's lots of back and forth like arm drags. She's very quick and very athletic. Uh, her little like tail of the tape said she's like some like five time academic like American, all Amer- all these crazy. Gymnastic, yeah, all this yeah. nutso stuff. And you can definitely see it. She's doing like kip ups and there's this one arm drag where she it's very like lucha-esque where she like almost climbs and spins around the ropes almost vikingo-esque and keeps nailing vikingo-esque yeah well a few weeks ago thea hale was it last week thea hale tried to do that yeah she tried to do that what the the vikingo spot where he bounced it was that spot and she butchered that one here i thought this was pretty cool uh eventually it's tatum going for some sort of suplex lift and kalani counters into the stun dog millionaire and picks up a quick victory here in her debut as Dana Brooke cheers her on. Yeah, like I thought Kalani for her first match looked pretty good here. Um, and we've actually seen that these these gymnasts in NXT have been pretty good. Like think Tiffany Stratton, Sol Ruka, they do impressive stuff and they've, they've come a long way. So yeah, Kalani Jordan got a, got a good look uh, and I thought nice stun dog finish here. Like I thought she looked good. For her debut, yeah, it was all right. Cora Jade, Cora Jade, yeah, Cora Jade comes out and says, oh, how cute, gymnasts hanging out together, and says that you guys have zero effect in your low lives, and they go, okay, Cora, you want to settle this, you want to run your mouth, come to the ring right now, let's go, let's fight. Cora walks up and says, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so I imagine we're getting this next week or the yeah. week after that, but as Cora Jade. The feud is still continuing Dana as well. So. Sure, right, okay, yeah. Uh, Cora Jade, my favorite. Yeah, like, she's, I mean, we said she's definitely, like, dropped down a lot, and I, I don't really see a, a Dana-Kalani-Jordan feud particularly helping her yeah. at this stage. We go to Chase U. He returned. He did. He has risen. Andre Chase is back last week. He showed up for the save. Here we have Chase U chanting, welcome back. Thea Hill is excited, as always. Duke is there, and Andre says, Duke, I want to thank you. For stepping up and taking over, grading papers, making sure that that Chase U survived. But we didn't just survive. We thrived. So thank you, Duke, the MVP. And then says, but you can take your seat now. So Duke is like, oh. So he's, he, he says, get out of my seat, Nick. Fucking Nick. Nick. Uh, then they start getting hyped up. They say that Thea should have been women's champion, but she was screwed. So now we turn our attention to Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. Next week, we're going to get our revenge. And Duke just... Starts getting hyped and says, we're Chase you, damn it. So, yeah, they want their revenge on, on Charlie and Drew Gulak. And that's going to happen, I think, next week. Next week it's announced, yeah. Andre Chase is back. Uh, do we see the Duke turn next week? It's, but, we've been saying this for months, and I just don't think... But now Duke, uh, now <laughs> Mr. Chase is back. Maybe. maybe I don't know. So. I think it's tag team title run. That okay. should have happened still... We can go back to that. I think sure. they're more popular even now than they were. I, so. I think they're better together than yeah, apart. Exactly, sure. yeah. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement, because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We go to, are you ready, a, a real main event, the, the hyped up match I'm talking about. It's sick. Yeah. It's not Raw Underground. It's NXT Underground. 
slightly less cooler because obviously uh, there's no strippers. Yeah. So instantly loses a star rating for me. No right strippers, off the bat. no moss, no Shane. No Shane. So really, it can only go two stars. Yeah, so th- this was more like blood sport. So yeah. ropes removed. It was in the actual arena. I thought with this being a taped show that we might have it kind of in somewhere the, else uh, in a different location like we had on Raw. Um, but I quite like the presentation of it with all the like almost like lumberjacks on the outside. Uh, gave a different feel to this match for sure. Absolutely. This, the way it was shot, the lights, the, the camp, like everything looked a lot different from what we're used to watching. Very fight pit without the giant cage and yeah. everything. So kind of kind of dig it. Uh, we have Eddie Thorpe taking on Damon Kemp. We got in Thorpe's corner, Damon Kemp's brother. Gable Stevenson. What? they brothers? They didn't really say it, but you kind of... Winked and nodded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, watching last week's, it was classic wrestling, like, don't worry, I got your back. Yeah. And it's like, huh, where's this going to go? Shockingly, it did not go no that way. way. Yeah. It went a completely normal way. Yeah. Uh, this was pretty sweet, not going to lie. If you're someone who cherry picks, maybe uh, check this out, because it was kind of cool. So... Again, Bloodsport, no ropes. Eddie Thorpe and Damon Kemp are surrounded by people in the ring, and they start going at each other. It's very MMA-esque. They're punching, they're striking, they're slamming. Matt Kemp, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, Kemp showing off here with, like, side slam, exploders, throwing this guy around and just striking to him. It's the, it's the power of the Jerry Curl here with Damon Kemp. He's just so strong with this hair. He keeps getting bigger and fluffier and curlier. Uh, eventually, uh, Kemp and... Thorpe are on the outside, and there's like one of these lumberjack, this, this woman's there, and Kemp kind of uses her as a shield to get some heel heat, and then starts beating up on Thorpe. There's a huge apron power bomb, and then back in the ring, he hits a German suplex. Eddie is just getting beat up here, and finally, in the ring, uh, it's you see uh, Gable kind of getting a little closer, like mm-hmm. almost in position to maybe screw Thorpe. Thorpe comes back and starts countering what Gable's got, and then what is this? A belly to belly to the outside? This is crazy. Damn near killing Eddie Thorpe. Off the off the apron. No to, ropes. To the floor. Oh. This like this was scary. under yeah, Look, underrated spot. Awesome. Yeah, underrated like, spot. Wow. Like you're doing this on just TV NXT? Almost murdering Eddie Thorpe Look, here. Look nuts. Somehow Eddie's body is dragged back into the ring. And as Gable goes, sorry, uh, Kemp goes for a powerbomb. Eddie Thorpe counters it into a triangle, and then he gets powerbombed, but he still locks in the triangle, very, uh, what, Chuck Liddell rampage. And he's holding this triangle, and he's getting it. And again, you see Steveson holding his Olympic medal, almost as if he's going to do something yeah. with it. But that's not what happens. And Damon Kemp taps he, out. He, it's referee. Oh, it's he's stoppage. Him the head. He stops him. Yeah, right. Sorry. So he just starts and elbowing Steve's him. Stevenson's there going like, elbow oh, and elbow. kill him. Yeah. So it's his brother that helped him yeah. beat him, right? The ref calls it and they're celebrating in the ring here. Stevenson and, and Thorpe and they're celebrating. The match aside, before we get to the next part, was really cool. Again, a completely different like take on what I was not a fan of Raw Underground. It was just so ridiculous. This made it feel like a blood sport more realistic this is more blood sport i i really like this and i think i think the kind of fake mma thing in wrestling sometimes doesn't work i thought this their style really worked here i'm very high on damon kemp i think his his wrestling is is really good like yeah. the, his suplexes and throws and stuff uh and this was eddie thorpe's best finally match. yeah he, eddie finally shows he's him. been pretty bland and this worked for me that suplex spot was nuts um I, I love the whole look of it. Uh, everything. This, this, this really should... worked, and I'd like more of this. If, if yeah. Fight Pit has graduated to the main roster now, and that's a main This is thing. really a Fight Pit, though. It looks like a pit. Yeah. This should be Fight Pit. Like, yeah. this is Fight Pit. Change the other thing to Fight Cage. Or, like, this looks more like that, you yeah. know? So. Uh, I, I was very impressed with this. Uh, I feel a bit bad for Kemp, who just keeps losing these matches. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was super impressed. After the match, some guy gets in the ring, one of the lumberjacks, and kind of looks like he's challenging Steveson for his Olympic gold medal. And Gable's like, nah. And then German suplexes this guy to, like, another universe. This was huge. He starts suplexing all these guys. These are big guys. These are huge dudes. Again, not super. I know Gable Steveson. I know he's, you know, got the Olympic gold medal. He's good at wrestling. He showed up at SummerSlam or whatever, and he's been MIA. But... The little spots here, like if you showed this on Raw, 
this would have got covered. I'm sure it will. Like, this should get coverage, considering this guy was just murdering everyone and then stands tall with Eddie Thorpe. So I guess the team here is going to stay. I'm wondering what, where this goes, but I would imagine that it, it does eventually lead to the brothers kind of coming together. Coming together. Yeah, I, I was a fan of all this. I thought Stevenson looked great at the end here. We haven't, we've seen him in segments, but we haven't seen him do a whole lot yet. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to finally seeing him actually wrestle. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this. It was just something so different from normal stuff. And Stevenson's German suplex at the end was insane. We go to Carmelo and Trick backstage. Melo's wearing an Iron Mike Tyson shirt. They say that uh, they like to ball, and now the ball's in our court. And Melo calls out, judgment day not just finn balor he says yo why don't all of you show up next week you can be the judgment day but we'll be the judge the jury and the executioner so so not a match announced but a, a segment um like i would think like what, what do you reckon is is this going to be is it going to be mellow finn again at uh great american great bash, american bash maybe yeah possibly like finn beat him on raw so it could be something they go with, maybe. I, yeah. Uh, they, he hasn't got any other feud right now, but uh, setting up probably a tag in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's cool. I, I've been enjoying the like uh, involvement of uh, main roster with uh, NXT recently. And I think now you've got uh, Priest with the briefcase. That adds a little wrinkle to this as well, where Priest could always cash in on I mean, Rhea was here last week too. Yeah. But wait, are we getting... Dominic Mysterio on NXT next week? I think so. He should show up early, maybe learn a few things. Yeah. <laughs> he should be in a fight pit, whatever we just watched. Imagine Dom in that. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, so Judgment Day, apparently, allegedly, all of them next week nice. on NXT. So you think Finn Mello at Bash? I could see that. Yeah, I can't sure. really see what other direction. Because you got Dragonov and Braun one-on-one, so that leaves Mello mm. kind of challengerless. So that would be pretty cool. We go to Prison. And it's Tony in prison, and he's being visited by Stax. Now, last week, I was away, but I did catch up. So Stax is, you know, doing some shady shit with the Coffee Brothers yeah. in Dallas. I didn't know the Italians and the Scots work together, but apparently they, they do here. And Stax looks in, looking a little guilty of some collusion here. Stax and Joe Coffee, and Tony is furious and says, You made a deal with this rat, you dirty rat. He says, I would never betray you, says Stax. But look, I set it up so that it all works out. Stax says that I have a match against Joe next week. And if I win, he, you're, they're going to drop all charges. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Re- wrestling's great. Yeah. When your friends say you watch wrestling, why? Because this sometimes guy's in <laughs> this guy's in jail. And if his friend beats this other guy, they're going to drop all charges. Yeah. And he's going to be free. Yeah. That that's, does not happen in any other medium uh so next week stacks versus joe joe agrees to this but if joe beats stacks then tony's gonna be locked up forever yeah so tony's a little angry and said why did you agree to this answer me he's really he's really angry doing his best denaro here and stacks says look joe says it was all stacks idea i had nothing to do with this he came to me about this and stacks says i i might be the underboss but since you've been locked up tone like i don't i don't know if he calls him tone but it's soprano, so, you know, Tone. Stax is basically Christopher, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, business has been good. Like, yeah. hey, I've been doing it's like good. like Electra Lopez with Legato. It's <laughs> yeah. like, business has gone up 9%. So like, yeah, yeah, 9% of what? E- everything. Business. <laughs> business. He's been making moves. So Tony's getting furious. Like, how could you do this? This reminded me that right then of uh, Arrested Development. No touching. Yeah. <laughs> he's banging on the glass. Cable guy. And So basically, this match is happening here. Stax and Joe Coffee leave, but Joe st- sits there on the phone and goes, Tony, this is the last time I'm going to have to see you. Goodbye. And like hangs up the phone. And then again, Tony D'Angelo doing his best. De Niro in Goodfellas in the phone booth takes the phone and just starts, you son of a, and just beats the. <laughs> so Stax kind of made sense this story here. Yeah. So it's like he's jealous tri- were the rats. Yeah. Like that's kind of confirmed. Yeah. And Stax has set up this deal. He's like, hey, I, I saved them the tag titles last week, and now if I beat Joe, we get you free and we get a shot at the tag titles. Right. So kind of making sense of it all. Um, <laughs> kind of. So he's in. It's a whole. It's a whole ruse. Him and Tony are actually messing with Joe. I imagine. 
I don't know. I think this is Stax going on his own. Okay. Um, because like they've just struck a deal. He's like, okay, well, because something's going to happen next week where either Tony shows up and is actually out already. Like something's got to happen where they actually screw Gallus over and get the title shot. Yeah. So something's going to happen. That'll be Great American Bash. I right. Is that, this is the whole plot of the Irishman, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the Scotsman. It's not being about as long as it. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing's as long as that. Uh, I will say, uh, I know we've been higher up on Gallus the last few months, and I'll swear this has nothing to do with it, but I was telling you, my dad recently did the, what's the? Ancestry. Ancestry and he's like, hey, uh, it turns out you're a lot more Scottish than, than we thought. So it turns out all these times I've been making fun of how I can't understand Scottish people. It's fine because I I am a lot more Scottish nice. now, so Good I still you. can't understand them. But go Gallus! I hope they retain. Uh, actually, no, it makes more sense that Tony and Stax win the titles yeah. at Great American Bash Prison Yard match. We go to Noam Dar. He's looking gorgeous. He's looking ridiculous. His flow, this tweed jacket, and he's talking to someone off camera. He says, "Oh, you look perfect. I miss you. Nothing is the same. I talked to you in my sleep. I just..." I need you back so badly. You complete me. When the camera pans out, he's talking to a photo of the Heritage Cup. Aww. The metaphors show up and they're like, come on, Noam. Like, you're better than this. We got you. And Jakara, Lash, and uh, Mensa are like, come on, don't worry. We're going we're gonna to fix this. Because we haven't actually had the match, have yeah, we, yeah. Noam? So I imagine that's a great American Bash match as well. Yeah, if he's... If he's injured, I don't, I don't think they've so. not. I don't know. It was very odd. He's yeah. not had crutches for the last couple of weeks. Kind of weird. Yeah. I am still behind the metaphor. Yeah. I do find them very funny. And I do like Jakara Jackson. Miss Jackson's been growing on me as like someone I see some, yep. a lot of potential just the, her, the way she carries herself. We go to Kiana James. First, we went. I think we missed the Lyra versus JC Jane match. Did I skip over I that whole so. match? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I completely did. We go to, well, it's because they do the thing where they go to their entrance, the entrance then there's break, like and then like segments. three segments in between the match. So JC Jane was just waiting there forever. JC Jane taking on Bird Lady, Lyra Valkyria. JC Jane's in control here, hits a few strikes and some boots to the face. There's a chin lock that goes on forever during the commercial break. We come back, there's a short super kick for a near fall. Jane then puts Lyra in the Boston Crab, but like a walls of... JC here, Walls of Jane, <laughs> and eventually Lyra gets out of that, but it looked pretty good, like bending her upside down. Uh, Lyra comes back with a series of kicks and then a slingshot leg drop, which looked pretty cool. Eventually, Jane goes for something, but it's countered, and the, I'm calling it the bird lady kick, the falcon kick, and it's over. But right after the match, Jane is pissed, so attacks Lyra, and then grab. are you ready? Grabs bird lady's feathered bird wings entrance gear, and plucks the feathers right out of it. Oh my god! What a, what a nasty lady. Nasty, nasty lady. Uh, the sacred feathers, as Vic Joseph called it. I think Lyra's really good. Yeah. Uh, I think she. I, I said earlier, like Roxanne and Blair. Uh, I put Lyra in that list as well. I think she's very solid. I think her kicks look great. She's very crisp in ring, and actually pulled out uh, one of JC James's better matches. I agree. As well, um, and looks like we're continuing with this too. Yeah, I. I guess so. I, I do think Lyra is really good and she could be a, a bigger star eventually down the line. The wrestling is definitely there and she likes birds. Kiana James is on the phone going into work at her office and she's like, I'll call you back. And she sees this sign that says wet paint. So she goes in there and she sees that Gigi Dolan has trashed her office. There's paint everywhere and it says you're a phony and there's roses and big message that says you never outrun your past ah. and Keanu James is furious but I mean maybe you shouldn't have dumped paint on this girl so last are we week. having a paint match or something between these two have you ever had a paint match before we've had paint paint, paint on a pole paint on a pole match yeah I mean if this was 2003 it'd be like a paint like yeah pool match or yeah. something but i don't really know i don't really want a paint match to be honest like bucket of, paint a bucket of paint match yeah we haven't really had artists in wrestling like artiste i mean maybe that guy berlin alex Wright. he was an artist True, yeah um they called nakamura the artist the artist known as nakamura this heat's getting to me yeah <laughs> she's dying <laughs> yeah a little bit uh well you can never outrun your past no yeah i uh, don't really care about this feud tbh no it hasn't been too compelling to me. something that has been in the past little while, which might sound shocking, 
is Von Wagner, who for some reason is just beating the ever-living piss out of big body Javi. What did Javi do to him last? can't remember, but he talked some shit, clearly. Uh, Robert Stone's trying to stop him. Like, please, Von, don't do this. When the crowd is going mental for Vaughn, they yeah, were chanting. They love this guy. So he goes to powerbomb through the table, and Vaughn, and Stone's like, "No, don't do this. You're better than this." The crowd's going, "Do it, fucking do it." So Vaughn smiles and goes, "Wow." He also teases the throwing into yeah. the crowd like he did to yeah. Ikimajiro. So he's like, "Nah, I'll just powerbomb." So he clears the announce table. I noticed he did not clear Vic Joseph's candy. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Vic. And power bombs him through the table. The crowd goes insane. And Vaughn, I think, finally feeling that good inside. That love from the yeah. universe. Yeah. So what did I tell you? Vaughn's getting over, Being baby. Enjoying Vaughn. This is working 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to get better and better. This, this should just be his role. Book him like It needs this. to be kind of like Festus-esque. You know, where Vaughn, it's like... Uh, Stone's in control of him. Stone's in control. And then he like, you don't want me... You, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry kind of thing. And then... I'm trying to think. Is it like... So Festus was you ring the bell and he's scary. So yeah. so Vaughn's gonna have a match with someone and then when he's like losing, it's just Stone holds up the photo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he ah, power he needs bomb. to be just a nice guy, nice calm, and then throws people out. I'm not I'm not trying to sound crude, but ever since Vaughn may or may not have hooked up with his therapist, he's been a lot nicer. He's been a better guy. Yeah, maybe it just you know. He excites some demons. Sometimes. Yeah. Just saying. Therapy can help. Uh, so, yeah, Vaughn finally getting a reaction. You could tell he really loved it. We go to a promo for Bronco Nima and Lucian Price. I'm excited for these two. I'm, I've loved these two, these videos so far. Yeah. They found uh, Braun's car slash Karrion Cross's car slash Champa's car slash yeah. every former NXT champion's car. That black, what is it, a charger? Yeah. These guys are driving around... And they're saying that, uh, you know, we're brothers, maybe not by blood, but by family, by the streets. And we're, we've been to new places and it's ready to unleash from younglings to the OGs. Nobody is safe. And they are debuting next week. Nice. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing these guys. Um, seem like they're going to be a big kind of powerhouse tag team. Yeah. Uh, so far, the way they talk is has interested me. Their vignettes have been good. Yeah. Have felt very old school, like hyping up these two. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to like, are they coming out wearing, like, wife beaters, I think so. Tim's, 100%. boots to the face? 100%. Right? Okay. Like, uh, Hunakon Camacho, like that kind of look. They, they're saying they are going to take over the tag team division yes. here in NXT. It's time for our main event, kind of. Yeah, the main event match, at least. It is a loser leaves NXT match. The Dyad lads, meaning Rip Fowler and... Jagger Reed. Jagger Reed taking on the Diamond Mine, the Creed Brothers, Julius and Brutus. And we have Joe Gacy and Ava Rain ringside and Ivy ringside. It starts off with just dynamite here. We're all, they're all going at it. Diamond Mine hit a superplex right out the gate. And then Brutus hits like a slingshot Brutus bomb to the outside. Julius goes up for a shooting star press off the top. Brock Lesnar-esque. And the ref's about to count the three, but Gacy pulls like... Uh, Reed right out of the yeah. ring, which should cause for a DQ, but instead the ref says, Gacy, you are out of here. So the match continues, but a great little false finish where yeah. it's like they're just going to squash these squash guys them immediately, yeah. get them out of here. So this match continues. Julius is just running house here. He's a freak of nature. He's countering everything. Tags in Br- Brutus, who comes in with a standing moot salt. There's stalling suplexes. Finally, the dyads are in control, putting boots to Brutus. Julius, though, showing he does not care. He's doing crossbody sentons to the outside onto both guys. He's fighting back. The Creeds hit this Samoan drop, spinebuster, knee lift combo. Eventually, a powerbomb on Reed as they go to another commercial break. Lots of time for this match. Uh, during this time, Julius gets clipped in the knee, and he's selling it like he couldn't do one of his power moves. So the Dyads smell blood, and they attack it. They're working the leg. They put him in a tree of woe, and they're stomping down on his knee. They're doing everything to block him from tagging in his brother. But finally, the hot tag to Brutus. He comes in like a wrecking ball. He hits Ryback's shell shock yeah. for a near fall. And then Brutus hits a springboard 450. Crazy. Giving Ricochet a run for his money here. Eventually, Dyads come back with a doomsday tope to the outside. This move is great. Yeah. It looks so good. And like the, the way they transitioned into it, it was like, I think Julius was going for a doomsday, but yeah. his knee gave out and they pulled Brutus. It was... 
it was so smooth running to this like suicida doomsday look great so they hit one of their patent moves here and then they start chanting they start like riffing to the crowd and uh, i think it's uh fowler who's like 18 years 18 years i thought he was quoting a, a kanye song yeah. 18 years 18 years so they get put the boots to julius here and julius is on one leg and fires up he counters on one leg hopping around a s- double suplex and then a moonsault to both he does guys. The kip up on one leg. One legged well. kip up. Very impressed. Eventually he hits a moonsault to both of them. When Brutus is down, when the ref is distracted, Ava Rain's involved, and a masked man wearing one of the schism purge masks yeah. headbutts Julius, allowing the dyads to hit a double jumping code breaker to pick up the win, meaning the, the Creed brothers are now gone. From NXT. Bit of an upset. I, like, these, uh, Dyad, these poor guys are never leaving NXT, are they? <laughs> we just want to leave. Okay, how about we have a match where the loser leaves? Okay, cool. Yeah, but you're going to win it. <laughs> I, I thought this match was great, though. Like, yeah. Dyad really, um, like, credit to them if they want out. Uh, they've, they've been wrestling. Like, they're not phoning it in at all in these matches since that, like, tweet of asking for their release. Really good stuff here between the four. Uh, genuinely surprised Diamond Mine uh, leaving, so as I expect to call up imminently. Uh, but just these four, like I think we we saw these four have a couple of matches yeah, last year. A few. This eclipse that I thought I thought this was really good stuff. Uh, like the Creeds are just awesome. Like Julius, the the suplex kip up spots he does like one after another it's not human doing this shit selling it on one leg uh brutus even like for a guy his size the stuff he's hitting um really enjoyed this genuinely surprised with the outcome i mean so it shows the attacker it doesn't reveal them it's some other person in a red hoodie it did not look like it was gacy no the body type had a beard i think though Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Okay. So uh, either they have a new addition or something like that. But I I don't know. They kind of gave the creeds like a, like they waved to the crowd. But I also would be like, hey, you lost because of a cheater. So you would probably revert this. Like Sean. I I don't think this is being reversed. No, you think they're gone? No, it showed like after the break, it showed like their farewell to the crowd. It was like, what you may have missed. And they're like, these guys are ready for main roster. Like we've been singing their praises for a while. Julius will be WWE champion one day. And if you brought this team to the main roster, there's so many tag matches you could do. You give them the titles, you give them a run against, you know, KO and Sammy. There's a lot you can do. Wrestling wise, they're there. Um, I still think promos and things they could have done with a bit more seasoning in NXT. Um, but But maybe sink or swim, just put them up. But also holding out for that Braun Breaker Creed Brothers like unit where there's three wrestling yeah. monsters. But yeah, the way these guys wrestle just keep getting better and better. And I'd say the same thing with the Dyads, GYV. We love these guys for a long, long time. And maybe this is the kind of fire under the ass that they needed to get them to go places because they, they're still delivering. And these, these two teams could wrestle every week and I'd still really into it. As much as I love the fight pit and the other match, I'd probably say this was my favorite match. I thought the wrestling was really strong this week actually yeah. on NXT. Really good uh, main event and they gave them time here. Two breaks through this, like yeah. It, it, I didn't feel short change, which sometimes I do on these NXT main events. There's, uh, really good stuff here. There's definite times doing NXT since you know everyone seemed to not care about NXT. And we're still here covering it. And there's times when I'm like, oh, I got to watch NXT today. But then when I watch it and there's like wrestling, that's just so good. Like this one. Like it feels like it's like a, a band that you know you love and not everyone's found on yet. And then yeah. a few years when people are like, oh, man, the Creed's brothers, they're awesome. It's like, yeah. They, they went 18 minutes. That's, yeah, that's wild. really long for NXT. That, yeah, I was very impressed. Well, we get Finn Balor backstage cutting a promo. It looked like it was filmed at Raw saying, there is no happy endings in wrestling, Mellow. So you want to see us next Tuesday? We'll be there. Judgment Day. So I think we are getting Balor Mellow at the Great American Bash. Um, And I imagine this will bring some eyes to NXT. Like NXT rating-wise have been doing pretty well recently. And I I think it's starting to catch a bit of steam again and doing things like having Rollins down there judgment day down there hopefully it brings you know like your your raw viewers oh, i want to see judgment day on tuesday and then they watch and they can see a match like that tag and be like wow who are these guys yeah uh it's yeah i, I feel nxt is kind of on the way up again 
Uh, maybe Dom will visit Tony in prison and give him some tips. Yep, love it. <laughs> how to get out of here. 100%. Tony, you need out? I got you. Gives, gives him a shank. Yeah. Roll the quarters. Something like that. Uh, next week, Judgment Day will be here. But also, we're getting Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey against Duke and Chase. We're also getting Ivy versus Tiff and Stax versus Joe. Trial versus Freedom. Yeah. But then a few other things, I'm sure, will be added. Uh, this is when we saw the clip of the Creeds kind of waving goodbye to NXT. So it kind of does tease that they might be done here. I, I don't care. Possibly. But it's time for our main event kind of segment here. Braun Breaker comes out. Got dog me. Got dog me. It does look like you can't read those letters because yeah. it's like in black and white and stuff. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, it's Titantron and maybe his shirt looks the same. But got dog me. Got dog me. <laughs> Should we make a shirt? Got frog me. No got one would know me. what it means. Just got frog me. Got frog me. Leap my frog. Braun Breaker has a microphone. Uh, cuts a great promo here. He says, uh, I've competed in the most watched NXT in two years, all because I called out Seth Rollins. And we stole the show. I was real close, a fraction of a second, from taking that WWE World Heavyweight title from him. You see, I've had 78 matches. That's, that's about the same amount of matches as Seth Rollins has had at PLEs. And, you know, he's made his way through high school gyms and bingo halls, but I didn't have to do that. I've been here live every week. My first night, I beat one of the hottest stars now in LA night. I'm only 25 years old. And I'm already that damn good. You know what's weird? Uh, is Cage Match says he says 80 matches. He's lying. Wouldn't 80 just be better anyway? 78. Yeah. See, he's clearly counting uh, dark sh- like live shows, right? Uh, or maybe he's not counting fair, live shows. Fair, fair, yeah. I'm yeah sure, maybe, maybe he's had more. Says he's at 80. Does it, like, wrestlers... You know, you read Jericho's book, they'll be like, oh, I've had over this many matches. Because live matches count when yeah. you're wrestling, right? But then WWE, sometimes they don't count the, like, live shows, right? Some, there's certain With things. titles and things sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Braun continues and says, yeah, get used to seeing this face. You see this face? Every time you see this face? He says, you're going to get used to it because I'm going to beat more people. And I'm going to win more championships. So what's next for Braun Breaker? Well... We'll tell you what's next. Ilya Dragunov comes out. He's got a microphone. He says, I'll tell you what's next. I'm next in line. And you see, Braun, I came out here, and I didn't come out here to attack you from behind. I came out here to let you know that you say you're the most dangerous man in NXT. Well, you're not, because you're in the ring with the most dangerous man. Then he just kicks him in the face, and then they start to fight. They start to brawl. It's a huge pull apart with the referees and security, jobber cops alike. And Ilya just runs out of the ring, does this crazy dive to them, and they're being pulled apart as NXT goes off the air, which would leave us to believe that at the Great American Bash, Braun versus Ilya. Which sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought Braun sounded great here. I, I almost felt he was getting a bit of a babyface reaction yeah, here. The promo was kind of babyface. I, I felt like the crowd were kind of like, you know what? Yeah, you're, you're impressive. You've had 78 matches, and you've done all this shit, and you've been kind of like leading this brand for the last two years, like power to you. Yeah. You're 25. I see huge things for Bron Breaker. This match is going to be insane. I think I, it's one of the most excited I've been about an NXT match. I think just because we know what Ilya can do yeah. and Bron keeps on delivering as well. So I, I think this card looks pretty good so far. Like, let's look at it. If it is mellow Finn, Dragonov, Bron, Wes, Ali, that's three that's really crazy good. matches yeah. that are must-watch. So Sunday, July 30th, going to be a, a banger, and we'll be going live right after Great American well, Bash in a few weeks. But you know what? I was, uh, I was feeling the, the wrath of July 4th last night, and I was struggling to put on NXT this morning. But as soon as I did, I was getting into a lot of stuff. Really, really good show. So I, I, was, thought, like, I was pretty pleased, yeah. We, this, yeah. we were really positive about <laughs> most segments we were watching this and we were like oh man do we want it we have to do this and then we were like getting into it and uh i'd say there was a lot of really good wrestling this week and you know corbin with his stuffed owl drinking whiskey ali Bate, the fight pit eddie thorpe steveson killing people with german yeah. suplexes i don't know i was pretty entertained they're on a roll right now yeah uh and hopefully can keep up this momentum but yeah uh nxt really been uh an enjoyable watch again 
recently. Honestly, yeah, it has. And if this is what we're fantasy booking this great American bash card in a few weeks, it's probably going to be a pretty good show. So can't wait for that. And I mean, over under NXT beats AEW Collision in the ratings this week and next week. I think it did last it week. It did this it? week yeah, and yeah. probably last yeah. week. But uh, yeah, that was NXT. We hope you enjoyed that show or us talking about that show. We didn't put any feedback up the next day, but uh, Megan's going to, I'll just do it off the top of my head. Megan wrote in a review of the whole show. uh, And then Jake copy and pasted what he said. (laughs) Sword of Damocles. And then Frank wrote in and said it was lit. Fire. (laughs) I just got all the feedback. in. Love you guys. Uh, That was NXT. We'll be back on Sunday with a new Poison Rana chatting everything about uh, AEW and everything else going on this week, including Kenny versus uh, Wheeler Yuta, which is going to be awesome. Mm. I cannot wait for that match. And then Punk versus Joe this week as well, which I hope is awesome as well. So uh, lots of stuff. Follow our Patreon as well. Follow the socials for everything else that we're doing. We will be back to Tuesday night next week for our NXT post show. So follow us on the post wrestling feed. Click follow on all the social medias. And we can't do this without you guys. So I hope you guys are staying cool wherever you may be. Stay hydrated. You know? It's hot out there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone loopy, I think. It's, it's heat. the heat. Yeah. It's the heat of the moment. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And burn the ships. Oh, boy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.